Ain't God good, y'all? It feels good to be here today. God could have had us in so many different positions. But because of his love, his grace, his mercy, his long suffering, he allowed us to be here today. And I don't know about you, but I am glad to be alive. It's just, it's just good to be alive. You know, um, uh, I, I do appreciate all the well wishes. Uh, my birthday is actually tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, it just, it's somehow time flies. You know, I can remember uh, turning 21. I was standing outside the door of a club. Couldn't wait to get in. You know, and, and then when you get a lo- little older and you turn like 32-ish, sort of like me today with a few more years added on to that, uh, you just realize how good God is. And, uh, you know, I'm not ashamed of my age because somebody told me once, the only reason that a person doesn't get old is they die young. So I'm going to thank God for all the birthdays. But I have to share this with you. On Wednesday night, after I got home from Bible study, I went to my mailbox. And I got a few pieces of mail. And if you're anything like me, as long as it's not a bill, I'm all good with it. Y'all... They done sent me an AARP card. Yeah. They will welcome me into the family. And, uh, you know, I had to ponder for a minute, you know. I said, this is where we at, huh? Then they had like a free gift if you signed up, so I got a little hyped about that. So I will be getting my free gift. And I am signing up so I can get my discounts. But I thank God. I'm ready to get busy today. I want to talk to you about a subject that's entitled, I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life. And you know, before I even get into it, I just want to just thank God that I don't have to live my life for nobody but him. Amen. Amen. I'm thanking God that nobody has strings attached to my arms and move me around like I'm a puppet. I thank God for all the things that he has given me. I thank God for the common sense that he put in my head. You know, I got up this morning. I knew who I was. I knew what I was going to wear. I had all type of activity moving through my body. I was able to do what I wanted to do, and I couldn't say nothing today, but thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah for allowing me to be alive today. But every day that the Lord allows us to see is another blessing and another opportunity. There's nothing like being a child of God. Being one of God's children comes with a lot of benefits. He heals us. He provides for us. He forgives us. He restores us. He protects us. God is just plain good, y'all. You can't be God's given. And you know something about God. Even when I think he's going to bless me, he surprises me when he shows up. God can bless us beyond measure. He can bless us and he can exceed our expectations. 
And I want to tell you something today. I, I, I want to say this. Uh, I got the water back there. Uh, and we, we can run a little bit more water in there to make it real nice and warm. It's my goal today to put somebody in the baptismal pool. Amen, amen, amen. You know, I just didn't come here uh, to celebrate me. Uh, and I just didn't come here to give God the praise. I came here to do some work for God too. We need to baptize somebody today. Now, I want you to listen to this. There is no life outside of Christ. See, I, I can't live my best life if I don't have Christ. So there is no life outside of Christ. The only way that we can live our best life is to be in Christ living without Christ is not living we are simply the walking dead we are just existing life is for the living regardless of what happens in life if we are in Christ we are covered by the blood of Jesus and I don't know about you, but I need the blood of Jesus. Not only do I need it today, but I'm going to need it tomorrow. And I'm going to need it every day that God allows me to breathe on this earth. I need to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Now, I want to break something down for you today. We're going to go to Bible study today. We always go to Bible study. Then we're going to get it on. Galatians chapter number 2. And we're going to look at verse number 20. And what we're going to do is we're going to take Romans chapter number 6 after that. And we're going to put these two passages together and we're going to make them click just like Legos. I want you to go to Galatians chapter number two, verse number 20. The Bible says what, Brother Dion? I have been crucified with Christ. D it is no longer. The Bible. Hold on. Hold on, Dion. It's my birthday, but slow down. My bad. I know you're getting older. <laughs> the Bible says, for I have been crucified with Christ. When Christ died on the cross, he didn't die for himself. He died for you and he died for me. He had to bear all the sins of the world. As a matter of fact, Christ died for folk who didn't even like him. Amen. Amen. But we're going to talk about this crucifixion just a little bit more in just a few minutes. But the Bible says, I have been crucified with Christ. Keep going. It is no longer I. It is no longer I. When I am crucified, when I crucify my flesh, when I crucify myself, when I do that, it's no longer I who live. Who live but Christ. But is Christ lives in who me. lives in me. In other words, when I give up my life, it ain't about me no more. It's all about Jesus. So he said, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Keep going. And the life. And the life. Which I now live. That I now live in the flesh. Keep going. Live by faith. I live by faith. In the Son of God. If you don't live by faith, you're going to go out your mind. Now, I want you to look at this. The life that I live. Now, you know, a lot of times people, and, and, and I, I'm guilty of this when I was a little younger. People think that living a saved life is a boring life. They say you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. But I just want to just ask you something. What is it 
that you want to do that's so good that you can't live for Jesus? Mercy. What on earth has you so caught up that you are willing to die and go to hell for it? He said, I have been crucified, but I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I live now in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Why? Because there are going to come some times that I'm going to have to get on my knees and pray to God because some things are going to come into my life that I truly don't understand. There may be some complications that I have to work through and I know I don't have the power to work through those complications all by myself. So I'm going to have to depend upon Jesus because I can't do it all by myself. So the life that I live, you know how I'm going to live it? I'm going to live it in Christ. Let me tell you something. Kicking it is cool because I kicked it with the best of them. But when trouble came, kicking it wasn't about nothing. When we go through something, we need a savior that we can talk to. You know, I don't know about you, but the older I get, the less I want to talk about my problems to other people. Matter of fact, my problems are so heavy, folk can't deal with my problems. Instead of praying for me, they, they, they laughing at me. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what people think. If the life that I'm living, I have Christ in me and Christ lives in me. If I am crucified with Christ, it doesn't matter what nobody thinks because I'm living <laughs> my best life right now. I don't need to go to the club to live a best life. I don't need to get high to live a best life. I don't need to have everything in the world to live my best life. All I need is Jesus in my life and I'm gonna live my best life. Now I wanna show you something here. Go to Romans. Romans chapter number six. Romans chapter number six, you ready? Yes sir. I want you to start around verse number one. We're gonna read a few verses, keep reading. I'll tell you when to stop. What, what shall we say then? What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound? That grace may abound. Keep going. Certainly not. Certainly not. How shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? Keep or, reading. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ. Now here he goes. For many of us that has been what? Baptized, baptized into, Christ, into Christ. Keep going. Were baptized into his death. We were baptized into his death. When we got baptized, we contacted the blood of Jesus. Are you with me so far? Keep reading. Therefore, Therefore we were buried with him. We were buried with him. Through baptism. Through baptism. Into death. Into death. In other words, we got into the baptismal pool, into the water. Even if you got uh, baptized in a lake, wherever you went, you were buried by water. When you got buried, we were buried with him. That's how we contacted the death of Jesus. Keep going. That just as Christ was raised from the dead. Just as Christ was raised from the dead. By the glory of the Father. Keep going. Even so, we, should, we also should walk in newness of life. When you are baptized for the remission of your sins. When you come up out of the water, you take on a new life. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. Then and only then can you proclaim to be living your best life. Amen. Amen. If you are not baptized 
enter Christ for the remission of your sins, you may be living a life, but you definitely ain't living your best life. Are y'all with me here? I, I need somebody to get baptized today so you can understand. You see, there are people who you look at who are children of God, who have a smile on their face, and it appears that their life is perfect. But it's not that their lives are perfect. They just have Jesus in their lives who is perfect. Amen. Amen. So when you have God in your life, you can refuse to be sad and depressed because you got someone in your life who can lift you up. Are you with me right now? Being a child of God, as I told you earlier, it comes with a lot of benefits. And one of the benefits that being in Christ Jesus comes with is being able to walk in newness of life. We have a new thought pattern. We have a new path that we travel. We don't think the same. We don't act the same. We don't go to the same places. It's not that we think we're better than everybody else, but we have God in our lives and we're living our best life. Amen. Keep reading, Amen. Brother Dion. We're going to get there. Keep reading. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, keep going. Certainly, we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Keep reading. Knowing this. Knowing this. Here we, now, now, I want you to mark this because we talked about being crucified with him. The Bible says, knowing this, keep going. That our old man was, our crucified, old man was crucified with him. Keep going. That the body of sin, that the body of sin might, be done away with, might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves of sin. That we no longer would be slaves of sin. When we got baptized, we were crucified with Jesus. We no longer shall serve sin. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that you will never sin again. It doesn't mean that you're going to live a perfect life after you get baptized. But what it means is, now you have a way to come back to God when you do mess up. When we mess up, we should fess up and straighten up and come back to God. Are y'all with me here? Amen. Now, it doesn't matter where we came from, how we were raised, how much we have, how much we don't have, or how much we desire to have. There is no better life than the one that is lived in Christ. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, he's the truth, and he is the life. If you want to be about that life, you need to be in Christ Jesus. If you are baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, if you are saved, look at somebody and tell them, I'm about that life. I'm about that life. Oh, I ain't hear too many people say that. <laughs> Some folks say, I ain't about that life. I'm going to do that again. If you're baptized and you're saved, let's do this again. Take two. Take two. Now, if you ain't about that life, don't lie. But the good news is, if you ain't about that life, you can be about that life today. Are you understanding what I'm saying today? I just want you to know what I'm talking about here today. If you're saved, 
You're baptized in the blood of Jesus for the remission. They said, look at somebody. You should be happy to tell them this. Look at somebody and say, I'm about that life. That sounds a little better. Some of you laughing because you know you're lying. But if you're not baptized today, I'm going to need you to start walking down the aisle. You know, I want to do something different today. You don't have to wait until I get through preaching. If you know you need Jesus and you're not baptized and you want to start living your best life, you can just start walking down. We'll start taking care of all the Edmund stuff right now. Do y'all understand what I'm talking about? The Bible says in Galatians 3 and 27, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So the only way to be about that life is to get into that life. And the only way to get into that life is to get in Christ because Christ is the life. Some people believe that life ain't nothing but women and money. Some people believe that living their best life is about doing whatever they want to do at all costs. Some people believe that living their best life is about possessing expensive things. I want you to turn over to Luke chapter number 12. Sean, am I doing all right today? Luke chapter number 12. And we're going to look at verse number 15. Luke. Chapter number 12. And verse number 15. You got a D? Yes, yes, sir. The Bible says what? And he said to them. He said to them. Take heed. Take heed. And beware of covetousness. Beware of covetousness. Keep going. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Your life is more than your car. It's more than your 401k. Because if you lose your 401k and all your life surrounded and was, was, was evolving around your 401k, what you going to do then? Jesus says that one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. In other words, you can be broke and still be living your best life. Are, are you with me so far? Amen. Amen. Now watch what he says. Keep going. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. He said, I'm going to do this. Keep going. I will pull down my barns. I'm going to pull down my barns. And build greater. I'm going to build something greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. Keep going. And I will say to my soul. I tell myself. Soul. Soul, self. You have many goods. You got it going on. Keep going. For many years. You're a baller. Keep going. Take your ease. Take your ease. Eat. Eat. Drink. Drink. And be merry. Do you, because you're a baller and a shot caller. You got everything that you need right now. Keep going. But God said to him. But God, do you see that? That but God. See, sometimes we have a plan, but you better include Jesus in on your plan because God always has another plan. The Bible says, but God said what? Fool. Fool. This night your soul will be required of you. You ain't going to even live to see tomorrow. You talking about what you have. But you're not going to even live to see tomorrow. Keep going. Then who, then who will those things be which you have provided? That big car you got, somebody going to drive it when you die. 
That house you're living in that you think can't nobody build a house as big as yours, somebody going to live in that big house when you die. That woman that you think love you so much, somebody... That's another sermon for another day. But what Jesus is saying, nothing that we have is permanent. Everything is temporal. The rich man said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But Jesus said, but you're going to die. Now who's going to take all your stuff? Keep going, Brother Dion. You're doing good. So is he. So is he. Who lays up treasure for himself. Now, I, I want to show you something here. Jesus said. Beware of covetousness, selfish desires for material possessions. Just because your suit costs more than mine, that doesn't mean that you're better than I am. Some folk are okay taking from others just so they can have it themselves. And this is how people go from being happy to hating. And you know, I figure today, since my birthday is closed, I can preach what I want to preach and I can say what I want to say today. You know, you know, you know, because Sean, I got somebody hating on me right now. They hating on me right now. They know I look cool right now, but they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. You know why folk hate? Because they desire to have something that they don't have. Because if you got it going on, what you hating on me for? You know, there are people who don't even have no money and folk hating on them. Y'all understand what I'm saying? How can you hate on somebody who's broke? You know how you can do that? Because that broke person get their broke self up and act like they're rich because they have God in their life and they are rich toward God. That's how. You counting them out, you counting them for dead, but just because they can't eat like you eat, go where you go, drive where you drive, they still got God in their life. They can get up, put a smile on their face, keep their head up, and they can keep it moving like God wants them to keep it moving. Some people just don't like the spirit that you got in you. They can't deal with it. Folk been wanting me to shut up for many years. Told me to stop preaching a long time ago. Since it's my birthday and I'm turning 50, let me say this. All you haters out there who've been talking about me all these years, I ain't going to shut up. You shut up. How about that? Yeah, I said it. I'm grown. Folks saw me go from black hair to gray hair, still hating on me. But if you don't have a hater, you ain't doing something right in your life. I don't mind folk hating on me. It is what it is. And it's going to be what it's going to be. Some of them right now looking at it on TV. Hey, 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 hey. You see what he said? Now, ain't that arrogance? Don't the Bible talk about being? Shut up. Some people would do anything just to get nothing. Jesus said, if you don't have me, it doesn't matter how many Burberries, Birkenbags, Benzes, Bentleys, or bad cribs you have. If you don't have me, you have nothing. Are y'all starting to get this? Y'all starting to get this? If our lives don't consist of Jesus, 
and we are not rich toward God, we ain't about that life. So if our lives only consist of the finest things, minus Christ, we ain't living our best life. We are living an empty life. Some of us are wasting time trying to get folk to love us. If a person ain't feeling you, don't get stuck on stupid. I told you I'm going to preach like I want to today. If, a folk, if some folk ain't feeling you or if a person is not feeling you, you don't have to get stuck on stupid. Let them go so you can flow. You can't make a person love you the way that you want to be loved. If you are in tune and in love with yourself, you don't have time for all that any kind of way. I told you a long time ago, I love myself. I take myself. You see how I dress myself today? I dress myself, comb my own hair, take myself out, eat. Don't have to pay for nobody but myself. When I leave, I tell myself, you the best date I've ever taken out. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to know, church, some of us, we're wasting so much valuable time doing nothing. Trying to make people feel us. Now, some of you may be tripping like, man, he told all his haters to shut up. They like that. You know why they like that? Because I gave them some attention. I was going to apologize when I first got into the pulpit and tell them I've been neglecting you lately. I ain't been talking about you lately. But now I'm giving you some attention. Let me, I, like I said, I like to have haters. And you know what? It makes me feel good and it makes me know how good God is when you got folk trying to pull you down but God is steadily lifting you up and you can keep moving and do what God wants you to do. People got to understand something. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Do you understand? Some of us have taken a back seat in our lives. We have lived our life for other people for a long time. We sacrifice our happiness trying to make others happy. It's time that we get our Jesus on. So that we can get into our groove. When you have Jesus, you can be alone. But that doesn't mean that you're lonely. When you have Jesus, you can be low on money, but you can still be rich toward God. Some of us started chapters in our lives, and we allowed the devil to complete them. Listen, the devil may be the author of a few chapters in our life, but we cannot allow him to finish the book. Our book needs to be finished by Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Some folk are never satisfied. They overlook the right now blessings because they are focused on what they don't have. Let me say that again. Some folk are never satisfied because they can't focus on the right now blessings. They focus on what they don't have. When Jesus is in your life, you will learn how to make it do what it do. We're not going to have everything we desire. We're going to have to go without some things. But when we have Jesus, we don't have anything to worry about because we have everything 
that we need. I want you to turn to Philippians. I'm almost done. Uh, D, you're doing good today. Philippians chapter number four. And I want you to look at verse number 12. The Bible says what? I know how to be abased. The apostle Paul said, I know how to be abased. In other words, he's saying, I know how to take it down a notch. I know how to humble myself. I know how to lower my standard of living without compromising my integrity. Amen. I know how to be abased. Keep going. And I know how to be abound. And I know how to live in prosperity. Keep going. Everywhere. Everywhere. Keep going. In all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let me tell you something. We may not always be able to kick it like we can kick it today. In life, things change. You may not have everything next week that you have right now. But when you lose some things, don't leave Jesus behind. You know, I got to tell you a story. I like to tell on myself. I was talking to my Bible study. I fell in this trap. Now, most of you know I'm on a fixed income. Yeah. That's what retirement do for you. And, but when I was working, I didn't really think about money that much. Because I was working. You know, I would get like little checks from other people and, and I, I, I keep it on my dresser for two, three, four weeks. Don't even put it in the bank. Some of them I forget about. I ain't forgetting about no money today. Matter of fact, I go check the drawer twice to make sure. But I want to tell you something that happened to me. I want to tell you how sometimes we can be spoiled brats. The Lord allowed me to retire at 50 years old. All right? And collect a pension at 50. Amen. All right? Instead of praising him for an early retirement, instead of getting up in the morning and saying, Lord, I hear the birds singing, never paid attention to them years ago. I was going through a thing in my head because I was saying, I like to send X amount of thousands of dollars extra on my house to pay it off. But now that the income ain't exactly what it used to be, I may not be able to do that. And I found myself getting into a funk. Y'all ain't hearing that, are you? I'm blessed. But I'm looking and thinking about what I don't have. I had to get out of that. Amen. Amen. Quick in a hurry and start thanking God for blessing me for what I do have. Amen. Because the Amen. thing about it is, it ain't like I can't pay the house though. I'm upset because I can't send in two extra thousand dollars a month. But it goes to show you how sometimes we will let things come into our mind. And instead of giving God the praise 
But what we do have, we'll sit around and mope and feel bad about the stuff that we don't have. We need to start giving God the praise for the things that he gives us because God is good. I wanted to share that because sometimes people believe that ministers don't go through stuff. But the devil stops by my house just like he stops by your. Matter of fact, he may stop by mine first on the way to your house. But what I want you to understand is it's not about thinking about and pondering on things that we don't have in our possession. Because our lives are worth more than that. There is so much more to our lives than just what we possess. When you have Jesus in your life, you have everything that you will ever, ever need. Now, I want you to see something else. I, I got to show you this. I want you to go back to the book of Luke. To which one? The book of Luke. Okay. Luke chapter number 12. I want you to look at verse number 16. The Bible says, then he spoke a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. Do you see that? Yes. Now, just because Jesus is blessing us, that does not always mean that we got it going on. I'm almost done here. That simply means God is good. Somebody ain't getting this. Let me show you another way. The Bible says the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully he was rich and not only was he rich but it appears that he was getting richer because his ground yielded plentifully but then I want you to go back and read the verse ahead of that the Bible says take heed and beware of covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. In other words, Amen. just because God blesses us with a lot of things, that does not mean that we're living like God wants us to live. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. Do you understand that, brother yes, Dion? Yes, sir. A lot of times people, because they're blessed and because they have a, 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 a lot of things, they say, well, God is blessing me, so I must be doing something right. Well, just because you're being blessed, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something right. What that means is God is right, God is good, and God is blessing you. The Bible says that his ground yielded plentifully, but when you go into verse number 15, it teaches us that for one's life does not consist of the abundance of things that he possessed. When you go down to verse number 20, the Bible says, but God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you, then who will those things be that you have provided now watch this in verse number 21 it says so is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God what does that mean that means a fool finds security in material things but a child of God finds security in Jesus are you understanding what I'm saying I'm getting closer to the end I just want you to know today, church, and I just wanted to talk to you today just for a little while to let you know that you cannot live your best life outside of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. I don't care how many cars you have. I don't care how fat your bank account is. 
I don't care what you do. You cannot live your best life outside of Jesus. And even I told you, you know, you know, you know, I told you that I had to look at myself and talk to myself and think, be more thankful to God. You know, sometimes we need to thank God for all the things that he's doing for us in our lives. We just need to thank him. You know, we, every time we get on our knees, we don't need to ask God for something. Sometimes we just need to just, Lord, I just want to thank you for what you've done. But, but anybody can fall into the trap of saying, I want more. I want more. I want more. But that's not going to make your life any better. What makes your life better is Jesus. Come closer. Listen. We need to learn how to be able to be happy with Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's a sad life to live if we can't be happy knowing that we have Christ. Now I want you to understand that nobody likes setbacks. Nobody likes to lose things. I don't like losing things. I don't like setbacks. I like to win, win, win. But just because you have a couple setbacks, that does not mean that your life is all messed up. When you have Jesus in your life, your life is not messed up. It's getting better. But sometimes we have to come to ourselves. Some of us, we already done got in the habit of talking to ourselves every once in a while. Confirming our faith in God. Letting God know that we, we understand that we're going through some things, but letting him know that we need him to carry us through those things. I'm going to leave you with a scripture today. I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and start landing this plane, Brother Dion. Gotcha. I want you to turn to a passage that we've read here before. Philippians. Philippians. Chapter number four. And verse number four. We're going to read a few verses, Brother Dion. Philippians chapter number four and verse number four. What does the Bible say? Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Keep going. Again, I will say rejoice. The Bible says that we are to rejoice in the Lord always. How can we always rejoice in God and something is always going on? I'm going to tell you how we can always rejoice. When we have the Lord in our lives, we can give our burdens to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let him take care of all that stuff. Amen. And we can still claim the victory. Say it, brother. Say Do y'all understand this? Yes, sir. When you're yes, living sir. your best life, you don't walk around depressed all the time. When you're yes. living your best life, you don't think about bills that you can't pay, knowing that you don't have money to pay those bills. You focus on Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord. How often? Always. Always. Even when things are not right, I always have a reason to give God the praise. Keep going. Let your gentleness, Let be, your gentleness be known to all men. Keep going. The Lord is at hand. Keep going. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Take it down a notch. Stop tripping out so much. Amen. Amen. I don't know what I'm going to do. Call somebody asking, what should I do? <laughs> now, I want to put these things together. The Bible said, be anxious for nothing. But there's a reason why it says that. Keep going. 
But in everything, but in everything by, prayer, by prayer and supplication, and supplication with, thanksgiving. with thanksgiving. Do you see that? Yeah. Prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Do you know what that means? That means when I'm praying, when I'm honestly asking God for something, when I'm praying, I'm thanking him at the same time. I'm asking him to bless my life. But before I get up off my knees, I'm going to thank him because whatever he has for me, I know is for me and can't nobody take it from me. Amen. Amen. Thank him. Some folk can't thank God while they're desiring something. If God doesn't give it to me right now, I can't thank him. But the Bible says you can rejoice in the Lord always. Why? Because the life that you live, you're living now. How? By faith and because i'm living that life by faith when i don't have what i think i want i'm gonna ask god for it i'm gonna ask god in faith i'm gonna ask god to give it to me and while i'm asking god for it i'm gonna thank him at the same time and if god doesn't give me what i think that i need and he gives me something else i'm gonna thank him for that something else because apparently whatever it was that i thought i needed god didn't agree with it that's why the life that we live in this flesh not i but what christ lived in us and we live this life by faith so that means i have to walk in faith when i ask god something when you ask god for something it doesn't automatically uh, mean that God is going to give it to you you're telling him what you need but he'll give you what you really need amen 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 and I got to say this quit getting mad with God quit getting mad because God didn't give you what you asked for you need to thank him that he didn't give you what you deserved y'all ain't hearing that are you amen. I'm almost out of here amen. I'm almost out of here look it's the Bible says with thanksgiving keep going let your request be made known let to your god. request be made known to god keep going and the peace of god and the peace of god do you i don't know if y'all understanding this <laughs> see when i'm living my life for christ when christ lives in me you know what's going to come with that y'all you almost made me shout peace you know, sometimes people who try to dip in your business bring more chaos to your life than the thing that happened in your life. But the Bible says peace. What does that mean? Now, now wait, Dion, don't read yet. I have peace because the life that I live, I live in Christ. Christ lives in me. I live this life in the flesh, but I live it by the faith that I have in Christ Jesus. So I don't have to be anxious for nothing. I don't have to worry myself. I don't have to make my blood pressure go rocket high. I don't have to do that. Why? Because I'm going to ask God for what it is that I need. I'm going to make my request known to him. Not only am I going to make my request known to him, while I'm praying, I'm going to be thanking him. What am I going to thank him for? I'm going to thank him just for the opportunity to pray to him. I'm going to thank him for just listening to me. I'm going to thank him for not taking me out when I know I sinned against him on purpose. I'm going to give him the praise and thank him even if he doesn't give me what I'm asking for. Read that verse again, Brother Dion. And the peace of God. And the peace of God. Now, now watch this. I have peace 
not because I have stopped going through what I was going through. But I have peace because the faith that I have in God gives me the peace that I need. The peace that I have, it came from God. It surpasses all understanding. Even if people don't know why I'm happy, even if people don't know how I receive the peace that I have, I know that the peace that I got is a gift from God. Now, some of you who don't know what chaos is, some of you who don't know what going through burdens really feel like, you don't know what I'm talking about right now. But that if there is something that you need from God and you know can't nobody give it to you but God, and you right now are on your knees praying for it, you understand what I mean when I talk about God can give you that peace. He can give you that peace that you won't have to sit up and stay up all night long. He can give you that peace where you don't have to call anybody and tell them about what you're going through. You're going to get on your knees, stay on your knees, and pray to God. Make your request made known to who? God. To who? God. Folk get mad at each other because they didn't come to their aid. Preacher didn't call me last month. I understand how you feel. But as long as Jesus stopped by. Y'all ain't understanding this, are you? I, 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 I know this is, this is like one of those big Mega Men vitamins. You know, you got to swallow them the right way. Otherwise, they get stuck in your throat. See, what I'm talking about is if you want to have and live your best life, you know, so many people, you look at TV, and it's all, it's, it's, it's all about money. Well, you know you give to God, and God is going to bless you, and, 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 and you give him $10, he'll give you $200, and, and, and it's, it's always about the, I ain't talking about prosperity. Right now, I'm talking about peace. Amen. Amen. You know, you could be so messed up in the head, you can have a whole bunch of money, can't go nowhere to spend it. I'm talking about peace that surpasses all understanding. The Bible says, when I make my request, when I make that request made known to God, keep going, Brother Dion. Will guard your hearts. The peace will do what? Guard your hearts. Wait, hold on. The peace will do what? It will guard your heart. Some of us right now got our guards down. You know that? You want to know why? Because we don't have no peace. See, God knows what we need. And God knows when we're going through things. And God, and if he doesn't deliver exactly what we're asking for, he'll give us peace to hold on until he show up. The Bible says, it will guard your heart. How? Keep going. And mine. And mine. Through Christ Jesus. Through, how is that? Through Christ Jesus. Look at this. You can't have peace. You can't have a guarded heart. You can't have a clear mind unless you have it through how? Christ Jesus. Amen. That's the only way you can live your say best it, life. Say it, say it, say but it. But I got one more thing. I want to talk to folk who worry a lot. I want to talk to people who have a lot of negativity in their lives. You saw me speak to my haters today. There was a time I couldn't speak to them. Because I was angry with them. But now they make me feel good. I feel like a local celebrity. Matter of fact, I wanted to institute a hug a hater day. Because they need love too. Are y'all feeling me? I'm almost out of here. But I want to show you one of the things that messes us up. We live in 
but we're truly just existing when we don't have God we're just walking dead folk it's impossible for us to live our best life but I'm going to show you why we struggle with this keep reading brother Dion finally finally this is what it is brethren keep going whatever things are true whatever things are true whatever things are noble keep going whatever things are just whatever things are pure keep going whatever things are lovely keep going whatever things are of good report keep going if there's any virtue if there's any virtue and there's anything praiseworthy if there's anything praiseworthy meditate meditate on these things we think about negative stuff too much Amen. Say it, brother. Say it. Stuff that we can't even change. Say it, brother. God said, I'll give you the peace. But why don't you try to maintain it? Mm -hmm. Think on good things. Things that are truthful. Things that have good report. In other words, if you continue to think of things that make you sad, you know how your continence is going to be? So how can I live my best life thinking on negative thoughts? Say it, brother. Say it. I'm getting out of here, brother Dion. I know they want me to go. Nah, you hot, man. You hot. See, a lot of times, brother Leon, folk think that living your best life means that, man, you got it going on. You got the car. You got the look. You got the house. That sounds like you done it. You got everything. But you can have all that material stuff and be living your worst life. I want somebody to come to Jesus today. If you want to live your best life, if you want to start living on the next page, you got to get in Jesus. Like I told you, so many of us, we're just trying to make folk love us. We're just trying to be accepted. Let me tell you something about a child of God. A child of God don't chase. We replace. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't have to chase when you have the ability to replace. Get those negative thoughts out of your head. How can you live your best life? You know, you, you can go to a, to, a, to, a, to a gathering. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's having fun but you. Because you're thinking about something that you have no control over. But if you look at the verse before that, what does it say? It says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, but make your request made known to God. Pray with supplication. Give it to him. Then it says, you get the peace. Look at it. It's the prayer. Then it's the peace. Then he says, when you pray to me, I'll give you the peace. After you get the peace, I need you to maintain it. How? Stop thinking negative thoughts. You know, I'm grown enough now. To redirect folk in another direction. You know, I looked at myself. And I don't exactly like how I live the first 50 years of my life. I gave up some years, man. You know what I'm saying? I gave some, I gave some people some of my teens. My 20s. My 30s. My I mean, I gave some folk. I, God gave me life. He gave me health. He gave me strength. He prospered me, and I was giving folk my life. Thought I was living. 
I refuse to live the second half of my life trying to make folk happy. Amen. 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 I want you to know right now, I'm living my best life because I'm in Jesus. And whatever I don't have, I'm going to let Jesus work it out. I'm not worried about nothing. All I am is happy. Don't let nobody steal the years away from your life. Because one thing I know, you can't get them back. You can't get them back. Some folks say, well, you know, you're only as old as you, as you think you are. You can stop that lie right now. If you, don't, if you don't think that's true, just get up real fast in the morning. You don't get vertigo. <laughs> you don't break something. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Somebody here today, you need the Lord in your life. You know you do. You know you're not baptized. You need to be baptized today so you can start living your, 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 your new life and living your best life. You know, uh, as Christians, we go through things just like everybody else. But my whole point today, my whole point today, I just wanted to give you just, just a few scriptures just to let you know. It's really all about the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And like I said, sometimes, you know, sometimes scriptures don't pop out at you depending upon where you are in your study. Sometimes scriptures don't pop out and at you until life hits you. You know, there's some times, uh, you know, my brother that, you know, I was looking for that peace. Couldn't find it. And you know something about peace? Can't nobody give it to you. Isn't it amazing? You can call your best friend. You can call your mom, your father. You can call your, your sibling. You can call anybody. And everybody can tell you it's going to be all right. But can't nobody give you that peace. You can only live your best life. Are you listening to me? You can only start living your best life after you put Jesus in it. If he's not in it, you can't live your best life. Okay, I got a commercial break and I'm gonna leave. Y'all almost, who, who's singing? Okay. More. We gotta get that straight first too. Okay, so listen. I sent out an email last weekend. Well, actually for the last two weeks. I want y'all to take something back. There's some people that you may not have been seeing. And some of these individuals actually believe they are living their best life. Because they're doing things that they want to do. And the reason why they are blinded by this is because when you stop studying, when you stop meditating, when you stop... Uh, attending worship when you stop depending upon God you actually walk away from him and you sort of become like a heathen because life becomes all about you I'm going to say this one thing I said it in email and I'm going to say it again and, and I'm glad that, that I do have my, uh, my uh, video audience too and by the way you know I, I, do, I am thankful for those who do watch us uh, on YouTube and so forth and I do get correspondence from people so I do want to say thank you for, 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 for tuning in to us because we do preach the truth here this is what I want to say even if you ain't living right 
even if you don't want to live right right now, even if you know that when you get out of here, you're going to go right back to the sin that you got out of this morning. Even if Jesus is nowhere near where you want him to be in your life. Minimally. Come to worship. Did you like what you just heard? Did you hear a lot of folks say anything out there? They ain't hear what I'm saying. I'm about to say this again. Folks don't understand. If you stop coming to worship, you're going to die. You're not going to know when Halloween is. Because everything going to look like a trick and a treat. Do y'all hear me? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Lisa, even if you want to live wrong, don't stop coming to worship. Because if you keep coming, at some point, the word of God is either going to drive you or draw you. Don't stop coming. You can't live your best life at home. That car is going to rust. It's going to stop. It's going to break down. Why you think they wanted you to buy an extended warranty on day one? <laughs> as soon as you have your kid, you're, you're happy. You know what they tell you to get? Life insurance. You bought that big house. It's great. You know what you got to get? Homeowner's insurance. We insure everything we got at home, including the dog now. They got insurance for dogs now. Everything is insured but our soul. Don't stop coming. Drag yourself in. Don't just lay with the devil. At least get up from him sometime and tell him I'll be back. Are y'all hearing me today? If you want to live your best life, you got to put Jesus in it. I don't know how else to say it, but you got to get baptized. So what do you do? You hear the word. You heard that. You believe it. You repent of your sins, which means you make a 180. You're just going to change what you've been doing. You're going to live for Jesus. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. No, but you're going to strive for perfection. You're going to confess the greatest name known to man, which is Jesus Christ. And you're going to be buried with him in the watery grave of baptism. Anybody in here need to be baptized today? Where you at? Where you at? Anybody in here need to be baptized today? I want somebody to live their best life. You know, think about it. The things that we sit in church and think about what we're going to do after we get out of here, that ain't nothing. Some of us, we can't wait to go to a barbecue right now that we're late for. When you get there, you don't even know. You're going to have a fight with somebody. You know folk don't act right. And it's a holiday weekend too. Folk gonna be drinking and cussing and doing all kinds of stuff. Y'all know how they do it. Y'all be looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all know I'm a brother just from another mother. You know what I'm talking about. But if you need to be baptized today, I need you to get up and stand up. You can't live your best life. Brother Hogue almost got me. You... <laughs> You can't live your best life outside of Christ. 
And if Christ is blessing your life, quit walking away from him, acting like you being blessed because your boss gave you a promotion. You know, a lot of us, we put more love into our co-workers, into our boss than we put into Jesus. Your boss ain't feeling you like that. I'm going to tell you, when the company start losing money and they need to reduce some of the force, you, you see how much you love. If you need Jesus today, think about it. We're going to sing the song of invitation. Jeff, you can start walking real slow, though. We're going to sing the song of invitation. I want you to come down here today. You live your best life. You know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be uh, uh, always just chipper all the time. But you know what, Sister Patricia? You've had your good days. You've had your, ba your bad days. But guess what? When your bad days come, don't you focus back on Jesus to get you back where you need to be? It, it, don't that get you back where you need to be? It gets you back where you need. That's all I'm trying to say today, y'all. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to let you know. And quit thinking about your haters. Nobody care about them. You know, that's why they talk about you from a distance. All the folk that be running their mouth about me is from a distance. Because they know I'm too cold to come up on me like that. You know what I'm saying? Don't come up on me like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't let the pulpit fool you. <laughs> you know, all I'm just telling you, I'm just letting you know. Forget all that. Forget all that. Live your best life. You done gave away so many years. I can remember when I had all black hair. All black hair. Now I'm looking old as you. But I know, you know what? I'm happy. I told folk, I ain't going to wash that gray right out of my hair. I'm going to wear that gray right in my hair. You know, Jeff, you got a lot of black hair. <laughs> I'm going to let it go. 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 But y'all, listen, I don't know no other way to say this. You're not living if you don't have Jesus. If you need to repent, come up here and repent. Restore your life back. Tell God to restore you back. Ask him to restore you back. You, 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 you need him. You can't live. You know, when you go, we all go through trouble. We all go. Dion, do you go through some trouble in your life? Yes. What about you, Jeff? You go through trouble? <laughs> you go through trouble? What about you? You go through trouble? A little bit? Well, he young. He don't know what trouble is. <laughs> Wait till you get a little older. He gonna come here. Brother Kizzy, can we talk? <laughs> trouble will find you. And what I'm trying to get you to understand is not that you got to have everything going your way. You can still live your best life when things are not exactly like you want them to be. But how do you live your best life? Because you got Jesus in your life. I'm just going to just walk the aisle. What are you going to sing, Joe? Huh? Thank you, Lord. Okay, I like that. I told you about sitting in my chair, though. Um. Why don't you sing it real soft for me, Jeff? Because I think we have somebody in here who need to come and get their life to Jesus. And we got some folk in here who need to repent. Because they got to understand, to live your best life, it's got to be in Christ. And you got to have faith in Christ. You got to put all your trust in him. You have to make all your requests made known to Christ. Right? All your requests. And don't be anxious for nothing. Just sit back and watch God do what he does. That's how you have your best life. You don't let one telephone call ruin your whole life. Somebody in here need to repent. Somebody in here need to be baptized. I want to find everybody today. Just give it to me just a little bit. Thank you, 
Thank you. 